1: Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit.
2: Good morning, Tedline. And good morning, Minister Hill. Good morning, Doctor Erica. Good morning, Tedline. We bless the Lord this morning on this day that He has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. This morning I wanna pray for our school children. It's <laughs> going back to school. I know a lot of them have started. Uh, they haven't started here yet, won't start until September. But Father, in the name of Jesus, first of all I sprinkle and apply the blood of Jesus over Doctor Erica and her house and the Ted Line, true Tedliners and their families. I sprinkle and apply the blood of Jesus over every school, every staff and teacher, staff and faculty, every child that will be attending school, whether it be virtually or in person. We take authority over these schools, the air around it, the ground beneath it. And we ask that the Lord, according to Psalms 91, release his angels to be with these children wherever they are to cover and protect. Yeah. In Jesus' name, yeah. amen. Um I did forget one thing. I sprinkle and apply the blood of Jesus to every school bus. Yeah. Every school bus driver.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah. Amen. First Corinthians eleven, twenty three through twenty six. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, it. Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped. Saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's coming. He's yep, coming. Saying, Get ready, be looking. Yep. For him. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Minister Hill. Yes, ma'am. I want you to pray
0: for all the
1: people in the wake
0: of this uh,
1: they used not they used to
0: not use words
1: like unsurvivable. Oh like I, I heard these uh, weathercasts for the first time. And they're using words like, this is a cyclone. Well, they used to call everything a hurricane. And they used to give people hope. But now they're saying it's unsurvivable.
2: Right, I I heard that.
1: And did it kind of do something to you too when you heard that word?
2: Well, Um, when I hear stuff on the news, I don't... I don't let it get in my spirit. <laughs> I just rebuke these lies that they're telling on the news. Mm-hmm. But they tell too many. I mean, that they, they speaking what they want to happen. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Not what the body of Christ wants to happen. So
1: what I want you to do is reverse the curse of unsurvivable that was spoken over the American people and spoken over the people in uh, Louisiana, uh, Texas, Texas and what's on the right, Mississippi. We want to reverse that curse,
2: the curse of
1: the (laughs) survivable.
2: Father, in the name of Jesus, we call upon you and all that is holy. Because we know that you are well able to calm this storm. You are well able to protect your people. And in the name of Jesus, I rebuke and bind up this word, unsurvivable. Because you are yet on your throne. You are yet God. And man cannot unseat you and say and proclaim All these lies in the ears of the people. Let them not believe everything that they hear. Let them learn how to rebuke and to bind up the lies of Satan because they are lies. And I declare and decree before heaven, before earth, and before everyone under the sound of my voice that this storm is survivable in the name of Jesus. I pray that as many as would leave and get out of the way of that storm, I pray that they did leave, and not chance fate, but God is in control. He gave us all common sense. When they say evacuate, the thing to do is evacuate. <laughs> Don't take a chance'cause they they they're even saying that don't call nine one one because we're not coming, so who do you have to call on nothing nobody but Jesus, nobody but the Lord, so I pray that those that get trapped in their homes call on Jesus 'cause it's still a you're still able to survive that storm. You don't have to die if you don't believe that you have to die. In the name of Jesus We break That curse that was spoken Over national television Because the devil Wants to see death and destruction But I trust God I trust God Because he is well able To deliver If they would only call on him Every every person that's in the path of this storm I sprinkle and apply the blood of Jesus to you everybody yes. Yes, God. and I pray you just open up your mouth and call on him because he is your help and he is ever present run yes, to Him, him yes, wherever you are in this storm Hallelujah, Jesus, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank
1: you. Uh, I'm. I'm even thinking about. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but. Uh, I'm. I, I'm gonna at least try to rescue one or two families and bring them here with me. Go get them. When it's home, oh. calm down. Just rescue a couple. If we can't do, but I can't do but one. Um, I do have to provide some shelter and some prayer covering and some food and some warm clothes. So that's on my mind. These people are on my mind that are going to
2: need help in Jesus' name. Thank Okay. Kay okay.
0: Um, I
1: need to hear something and then and then I, I asked you this morning to to have somebody uh, near you or with you I need the sister that came here yesterday to dial me on the blog talk if you're on this morning if you're on the speaker I need you to dial into the blog talk don't know the blog well yeah you know it I need you to help me with with something. The sister that came yesterday. The Lord needs you to, to do, do something this morning. Can you read me on the blog? Give me your last four. Give me your last four. You all know I always say I'm not going to be praying or something, but you know, that just be the flesh talking. <laughs> the flesh talk crazy sometimes. We have to keep it under subjection. Before I get into the reason I asked you to have somebody with you this morning, I need you to hear something. Um, are you bringing me? Can you? Can you can you tell me on speaker if you bring to me the sister that was here yesterday, the minister sister that was here yesterday? We want to help the some of the jail Some of the others don't even want to receive no help. It's okay. They don't want to be um, obedient to God and
0: bless other people because they get so self. It's sad,
1: it's sad, Did you down me on the blog talk. I need you to give me your last score. Can I have your last score? See some of you
0: um, I don't see it, well. Press one
1: if you're on the blog talk. Press one. The sister that was here yesterday, if you're on the blog talk, press one.
0: So I can see you. Okay, great.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Praise God. I need you to <clears throat> be a witness this morning for your fellow for the fellow Ted Like you came here yesterday and there was something you wanted from God. Am I right? Yes. The question is, can you tell them did you receive it or not? I don't know. I haven't even talked to you since you left or anything like that.
4: Did yes, you ma'am, I, I received it and more. Um, yesterday I came at 11 o'clock. I was anticipating, expecting, in a spirit of expectancy coming to you. And so many signs on the way before I got there were saying this is the right thing because I never met you in person. I know, I know One of my ministers, uh, Minister Hattie Hood, she's the one who introduced me to the TED line. So I was like, I've been going in and out of different deliverance ministries. And I was like, uh, oh, you know, everybody's talking about they do deliverance, you know, whatever. So when I I was, you know, listening for the last two weeks on the line and I was like, oh, she may be the real deal. This is, you know, I come from Angie Ray Ministries. So I was like, she may be the real deal. Let me call. And Jessica posted the number On the Ted line, and I was like, you you did it one day, and I said, okay, I got the number. I'm going to just wait. Then you did it the next day. I was like, you know what? Let me call this lady and see. You know, let me just talk to her. I hadn't even planned on coming up there. I didn't even know you was going to say, come. You know, I'm two hours away, an hour and a half away. And I was like, okay, I'll go. And me and my girl came up there, and along the way, Dr. Erica, I just saw signs coming and saying, yes, I'm in the right place, I'm going to the right place. And when I got there and you talked to us and you, you talked to me and you took me through deliverance, what I thought it was wasn't even what it was. And when I received my deliverance yesterday, it was like after I left you, just miracles just started falling in place. I, I didn't even tell you this, but I'm a business owner. I sell waist trainers at Delicate Curves and do you know i just started getting orders and it's been stagnant like this whole time i've been in a stagnant place um not being able to you know have a relationship not even having being able to create business and in, um and in, in revenue um being in a stagnant place not knowing how i'm going to you know pay my mortgage next month but God has just been opening doors. Uh, my mom and me had a two-hour conversation, and she's like, well, I want to go see Dr. Erica. I, I'm going to go the next time. Let me know when you go. I was like, oh, my God. And me and my mom hadn't talked since February. So God has just been doing things. like It's like he's listening, and he's answering the prayers of the saints immediately. He's not waiting. And I was so excited, and it was it was, I can't I can't thank you enough. I'm I'm asking Minister Hattie, how do I sow a seed? Like where where you? I mean where where is that on the Ted line Like how do you sow seeds into people that says you are so great? I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm I, I'm a whole new being. Even my mother said, I can tell you sound different. You sound different. The deliverance.
1: It's priceless It was priceless Okay This is what I want you to tell them Did I touch you at all?
4: Not once Not even to greet me in the door Not once did you touch me Not once
1: The only thing that
4: touched me Was the anointing oil
1: Okay And then I used a spray bottle right? You used a spray bottle drenched me in anointing oh! but you didn't even touch me doing that. <laughs> Who met you here? You brought him with you, and then you met more of him when you got here. Ooh, what was his name? Jesus. You hear that Kevin? It was all Jesus. That is what is going to make you or break you, Jesus. That is what is going to bless you or, the, or, or without Jesus, you're going to remain under these curses. You're going to remain in bondage. You're going to remain all tied up and twisted up. But this sister had already gotten a word from Minister Patty. She had been listening and going, and, and you went through that some deliverance on the deadline, right? Yes,
4: yes, I did. I did. So you had the deliverance two days in a row, and I went through the deliverance before I even got to you. I was already in the deliverance mode. It was already happening prior to me meeting you physically.
1: So by the time I met her, all, all Jesus needed me to do was to just facilitate what he had already done and was in the process of doing. Now what worked for this lady here is that she already loved Jesus. She already knew Jesus. And it was a transgression. And it was because of jealousy. Just what I was teaching you all? Somebody tried to do they weren't able, a soul exchange. Mm. Somebody tried to siphon off her anointing. And guess what? Because it was not even who she thought it was, they had been partially successful. But in the process, Jesus was trying Mm. to take you to another level. Don't you think so? He wanted to take her into the miraculous. You see, mm. brothers and sisters, I don't vote on anything or anybody but Jesus. Mm. And I know if I can get you to Jesus, brothers and sisters, you will experience a miracle from Jesus. Amen. I am just now being released by God to talk about the gift of miracles. I had to wait on God, just like you do, just like we all do. But when it is your time to be elevated by him, it will happen. And I remember you going out the door, talking to your little helpers. (laughs) Her little helpers was her two little daughters. So precious and one so particular. And you said, I feel like I'm on air. Both their heads turned and looked at you at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And they were, I was just just looking at them. I was just looking up and they were thinking, like, oh, are we going to have to help our mama, you know? I felt so
4: light. I felt so light. I felt like a a ton of bricks had been released off my back. I didn't even know I was carrying. I mean, I just felt so light. Like I could float. Like I could fly. Like I could just, any minute now, if the wind blew the right way, it would just take me on up. I mean, that's how light I
1: felt. Like I say, you can leap over a tall building in a single bound. Brothers and sisters, it's been a long time for me to wait for God to release me, but I'm released now, and the same anointing that rests on me, sister, rests on you, only greater, greater, you're younger than me. You're younger than me, and you're already anointed. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Well, I was waiting for you thank to walk you, through this Jesus. door. I didn't know who you were going to be. God, my mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Because I told y'all yesterday you were called at the same time God placed the stars in the sky he called you. I said <laughs> if you called Anointed, if you call chosen, anointed, and I didn't say appointed, but that too. Jesus. And ready to go into your assignment. Yeah, God. You only have to come here and God facilitate because God gave Jesus all the authority on earth. And it's going to be a man or a woman somewhere. When it's time for you to be commissioned.
5: When it's time for
1: you to be
0: elevated.
1: And I'm so glad that it's people that I don't usually ain't I had I ever seen you before. No. No. Did I know no. you? No. No. But Jesus did. And Jesus does. Yeah. And brothers and sisters. When you get delivered, when you receive that empowerment by the Holy Spirit, everything in your life is supposed to change. That's what I'm talking about. Everything in your life is supposed to line up with the Word of God. Remember I told y'all that I, I, God had me tell this sister to send that seven dollars mm. and seventy-seven cents, and this sister sent it. Jesus. She sent seven dollars and seventy-seven cents for her, and she sent seven dollars and seventy-seven cents for her husband. Well, I woke up this morning, and there was a nice size offering in my tagline, which mm. lets me know. That the $7.77 multiplied for them. Jesus. Because I said, Look, I call them in California, and, and they know I'll call them at three in the morning, four in the morning. It don't matter because I'm on God's time. And I said, Because they, they got a work to do for God, they in California, but. They got a work to do for God in another state as well. And they're gonna help a lot of poor people Um, and disadvantaged to become advantaged and wealthy and stable. And I said, God told me to tell you overnight, it's overnight, it costs more to send it express mail than it was in the envelope. (laughs) I said, But God wants you to send me an offering, I could feel him like, oh, God, how much is he? I said, God, wants you to send me $7, 77 cents. I said, now that $7 and 77 cents means seven times the ability, seven times the power, and an increase of seven times the faith. I said, you need to overnight that to me right away. For you and your husband, 'cause they they partnered. But like I say, I woke up this morning and I had an offer from them. I mean a nice time, which meant that God so multiplied it just like you said he was. And my brother in in, in, in I told you down there in Texas, he sends me seven dollars and seventy seven cents every month. And been doing it for over for years. Ever since I ever since God gave me that that uh, I'm looking at the seven dollars and seventy-seven cent pasted to the paper, which I'm going to put in a frame, which I just found. Okay, I just found this, and I'm I'm finding other things that that are in uh, these boxes. Is there anything else you want to tell the saints this morning, sister? Trust God
4: the only thing I can say Jesus is real Jesus is Lord he is doing a new thing it is war time in the spirit realm and Jesus needs some soldiers to stand up he's looking for who he can use in this hour he's looking for who he can who he can just elevate and I I love Jesus so much he is the best thing that's ever happened to me I don't care what happens in life. All I want to do is please Jesus. I, I, I dare people to try him. Just, if you don't even know Jesus and it's the first time you listen to Dr. Erica on the TED line, just try him for 21 days. I promise he'll change your life if you just just trying for 21 days. I love him. I love you, Dr. Erica. I thank you so much for allowing him to use you the way he did yesterday. I needed it. I needed a fresh anointing. I needed a re a rebirthing. I needed a realignment. You know how you drive your car for so long, and after a while it just starts veering to the right or to the left? Sometimes we as Christians, we need a realignment. There's yeah. nothing wrong with a realignment in your walk. And I thank you for the realignment that you gave me on yesterday.
1: You thank who? Jesus. Jesus. I'm Jesus. Now, I'm. Now, you see, and and I was I was kind of like my place is so up with books and stuff all on the altar, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like. <Yeah. laughs> don't like it. Don't like you to observe me, and you ain't coming to observe how I'm trying to do all these books and everything.
0: Mm. But then
1: the Lord told me, "You know what? I got all these books on the altar." I said, "Why? They're on the altar with these." So you all don't even know Jessica's mother. I I get I asked Jessica's mother to do something for me. And and why? Because of the anointing on her mama. I said, "I need you to go go get some fabric." And I need you to trace your hands on this fabric. Mm-hmm. And I need you to cut out as many hands as you
3: can.
1: <laughs> so, just at the mama, just at the whole family, they got together and they cut these hands out for me mm-hmm. in the, uh, on this fabric. And the hands up, up here on the altar, too. Yeah. So, I took the hands, pr- sprayed them over with oil. And I just let them rest right beside the cross so that I can have anointed hands. When I can't pray for somebody, I can send them one of these anointed hands so that the anointing resting in the hands could be used for deliverance and healing. Brothers and sisters, our God is real. He's so real and he is waiting not because some of you he, he's giving you orders and you're actually carrying them out and you're seeing the fruit and the manifestation of loving and serving God but I, I just wanted her to give the testimony because see, social distancing is cool with me, it's fine with me I don't have to lay hands on you I just have to get you to Jesus. He'll lay hands on you. And don't bother me one bit. Mm-hmm. If he can lay hands on you and I'm in Georgia and you in New Zealand or South Africa or Paraguay, what can he not do? Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But that lying devil mm-hmm. tries to put limitations on God. And I know, many of you listening to me this morning, you know how long you've been walking in the anointing. You know how long you've been walking up with a, a demonstrable uh, uh, Holy Ghost alive in you. This is, my, this, is my, this is my response to you this morning. It's time for you to step up and step out. Not in your own flesh because your flesh can't do nothing. It ain't done nothing in the world. But step out in the power of God. There's somebody that needs what you got. There's somebody. You ain't got to be laying hands on you. I mean, the Bible says, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. But the Bible also says, uh, the centurion said, You don't have to come to my residence. Just speak the word and my servant shall be healed. Those of you that know you have that gift of being able to speak things into manifestation, that are able to speak and it comes to pass, you're going to have to use that gift. I'm telling you, you're going to have to use that gift. Because God didn't give it to you for you anyway. He gave it so that he could use you as his facilitator on earth. And some of you broke and you shouldn't be. Some of you are in need and you shouldn't be. That's because the devil that tripped you up. The devil done told you, hold on to a little bit you got because you ain't going to get no more. And he told you the truth. Just keep on holding on to it. You know why? Because when your supply run out, it's not going to be replenished. Because you got it in your clothes fit. I was talking to another minister. Brothers and sisters, you got to sow. you got to sow into your own future. Some of you already know that but the problem with some of you that already know that is that you're thinking too small. I say the problem for some of you that already know that, you got right at the level where you're thinking at. Don't you realize, we just do this testimony, we serve a big God. He does big things to people who are in, expect- in expectations of receiving big, from this big God, Some of you done brought him down to human level. It ain't gonna never work. It ain't gonna never work. As a man thinketh in his heart, what, so is he. So is he. I'm telling you. Uh, Another headliner t- sent me this old song yesterday. They they are worship. Uh, they, are, they, got, they their ministry is the ministry of the psalmist. and um, and so they were going because God has elevated them. They were going through, you know what? There's a deadline couple, and God puts this man and this woman together. God knows how to put a couple together. God knows how to put a marriage together. Liner told me, she said, all my life in school, everything, this Liner is a woman, but she's um, six feet tall. She's a six feet tall woman. And she said, all my life... <laughs> I was not going to, I didn't date a short man. I ain't even let him talk to me. I said, really? I see. I said, so what happened? He married three tall guys, <laughs> and she divorced three tall guys. I said, hmm. And then she said, I met this man, and he was short, and he wasn't interested in me. He just, he just wanted to be my friend. That's what she said. I said, well, okay. And we, she said, we we became um, friends. I said, sound like a good idea. I said, better than yet, yeah, better than that. I said, that sounds like a uh, God idea. What happened? She said, we became friends, and we became good friends. And then she said, I don't know what happened because he he was short. And I I didn't even uh, look at him, she said, in that that way. Well, I want to tell you something they wound up getting married and they are so compatible. You would have thought they, they that they just, all I could say is a God thing. The devil tried to make her hate the very thing, the very kind of person that was going to be, um, person that fulfilled her heart's desire this uh, man is so good to her that you just you just wouldn't believe it really so what I'm telling you and and, and I'm seeing this happen I'm seeing this happen right now Get your eyes on Jesus, and and I was asking God because I was asking God a, a lot this week. You know, um, I realized I, that I was negligent in something, and it cost me. That's what happened. But God is showing me that this this was the husband. That he had ordained for her from the beginning. This man is not no holy roller. This man recites and loves God. And he ain't he ain't no nobody's dream or nothing because he's a real person and he have real issues. But even when they have disagreements, which they, or when they disagree on something, because nobody agrees with anybody on, on everything all the time. Even when they have uh, things that they don't agree upon, you know what? They're able to laugh them off. She said, we just laugh them off. I said, "Uh uh-huh. I said, now tell me what it is you don't like about this man. She said, I know it's got to be some things, but I can't even remember what they are. Because she acknowledged the fact that God gave her the man who was the best man for her. I think (laughs) that I'm having this conversation with you this morning. Because some of you, not everybody, because everything is not for everybody at every moment. But God got some of his men, especially if you're on this headline. because I believe you can pray for everything, and it'll come to pass. Especially if it lines up with the word of God. And especially if I'm seeing it multiplied. I'm talking about this one headliner, but I could talk about two or three others. Where people said it couldn't be done. Or where people said it wasn't going to happen. Well, not only was it done, did it happen, but they're happy. I believe God wants you to be happy. I believe God got the right person for you. Nobody, everybody thought I was crazy. Brother Joe, my husband, used to be a 15-year crack addict. Started doing drugs as a young boy when he used to uh, uh, hang out with the blues musicians. I'm talking about some old, old school blues musicians. Because his family is music his brother plays classical piano. Brothers and sisters, get your eyes off the flesh. I'm talking to somebody who about to meet a man and he's gonna be your husband. And he ain't what you done pictured. Amen. That's but he is amen. what God has for you, and he will, as he loved God, he's gonna love you like he loved God, and everything else gonna be right in it too. So I was telling you that this cat liner sent me this song. Now people send me lots of songs because they know I like music, but this was an old song from 1970, or something like that, 1970, 1980, and it was by Amy Grant, and it's more real today than when she sang it in the 70s, I want to play play it for you, and then I want you to get ready for a move of God in your own life right now, wherever you are.
3: old man's rubble? Are you listening to the father
5: of lies? Are you walking with unnecessary burdens? Are you trying to take them upon yourself? If you are, then you're living in bondage and you know that's bad for your spiritual health. And are you trying to live by your emotions? Are you putting your faith in what you feel and see? Then you're living just be careful because you're being deceived. Are you
3: living in an old
5: got a hold on you with fear to think there's a spiritual battle. There's a voice of the darkness and a voice of the light. And just by listening you've made a decision. Cause the voice you hear is gonna win the fight. Are you?
1: to hear-
0: room with you or, or right by you for what for what we're going to do. Okay? So I'm going to do that tomorrow. What I need you to do is, like I said, you've got to have that person right in the same room with you. So we're going to do it tomorrow. If you, if you, um, I want you to
1: do something. I want you to find a story in the Bible
0: of a miracle anyone you want whatever the Lord leads you to I want you to find a story in the Bible of a miracle any miracle of Jesus you want and I want you to read that today, tonight, before the deadline in the morning thank you Holy Spirit you see there is a gift of miracles God wants to work with that with you, with somebody on here
1: but there's somebody else on here. God interrupted me with, with what I'm going to do because he, he,
0: he got to get you ready to receive it. But I got a word for somebody on here. And I don't know who you are. But I guess he'll tell me that later too. There's a lady on here. And you've been cursed by a man. And the man has cursed you, and you're going to know who I'm talking to because this is the words that he used to curse you with. If I can't have you, nobody else will. I don't know who you are. But a man that felt like you... Were his property, and in the breakup, I don't know if it was your If it was, I, all I know is that you and this man were close, so close that he messed up, but he he wanted to put the blame uh, uh on you. And when you found out you couldn't forgive him or you felt like you couldn't at that time and you felt like it was time for y'all to split, but his words to you were, well, if I can't have you, nobody else will. And he went about his business. But you don't know that he placed a curse on you through those words. And he went further than that. And that's when your life became shipwreck. You haven't been able to maintain a relationship with a man because you're under that curse. I want to tell you, God won't break that curse. And you might even be married. I need to break that curse if you're not married you're not going to be married because this man that placed that curse know how to work deep in the spirit realm when I get off this line this morning I don't know if I can break it over the, over. The, I, I don't know but that has been the result of your problem. And it's, it's, it's not just one. It's not just one of you. But those are the words that he used to implement that curse. Now, in the name of Jesus, we're going to command those words to wither up and die. And we don't break the curse in the name of Jesus. But what you got to understand is that behind every curse is a demon. And you have to cast demons out. You have to cast demons out. Okay. 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 I want you to take some time and Holy Spirit. I want to. I want you to reveal to whoever this is. Whoever this is, let them know that you are a present to break that curse right now. This curse's been on you a long. I want you to renounce those words. I want you to renounce those words. In the name of Jesus, I renounce that word curse that was spoken over me. Right now. I break the power of that curse. I render every spirit and supporting spirit. Somebody is thinking, How could he do that? Because in his generational line was witches and pagans, and he was a wizard which, and didn't know it. That's why y'all couldn't get along, because the spirit of God in you, which is part of your destiny, and that, that, that wizard saw the anointing on you and wanted it, but it worked on the dark side. On the dark side. Back to that. Thank you. So I want you to say, I renounce spirit of perversion. I renounce the spirit of perversion and I break the power of the thief. I break the power of that witchcraft that was unloosed to take me captive and keep me fruitless in the area of a of a marriage. I see a um it was done through um I don't know if it was cactus juice but the but the but the but the witchcraft was shamanism that was used implement this curse cough it out we break the power of this shamanism go get out it's a curse of barrenness go get out it's a curse of insanity. It was supposed to make you crazy. Go! It's a curse rooted in rejection. Every time a man comes around you, these spirits manifest and cause a spirit of rejection between you and any man that would Want a desire to have you as a wife. Go! We break your power this morning in the name of Jesus. Go! Go! It's deep rooted. It's deep rooted. We command the fire of God to burn up those roots of this curse. My God, it has something to do, it has something to do with, um, it has something to do with Kabbalistic witchcraft, it's got something to do with the tree of life, because they tried to implement it on this woman for a lifetime. Go! Lord God, we command that the plants be uprooted of this curse,
1: and it's operating through the eyes of the woman. When you look, when when you look at the man that's looking at you,
0: the steamer manifests. The steamer manifests. Go, loose the eyes. Go, get out the eyes. We speak one of the blood of Jesus over the eyes. Go! And we bind up every familiar spirit that was associated with this curse. Go! Ten learners, I want you to pray. If you have a, I hear the word uh, a niece, a niece that the Holy Spirit's going to show you that's been cursed like this. When you pray for her, the, 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 the curse will be broken. The Holy Spirit's going to show you somebody today. Oh, God, doing it that way. Okay. And you pray for them. Break that curse off of them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Go! In the name of Jesus. Don't forget tonight I need you to read any miracle in the Bible. And then tomorrow I
1: need you to come on here with somebody.
0: And I want you to watch God move through you. Are you living
5: in an old man's rubble? Are you listening to the Father of Lies? Are you walking with unnecessary burdens? Are you trying to take them upon yourself? If you are, then you're living in bondage And you know that's bad for your spiritual health And are you trying to live by your emotions? Are you putting your faith in what you feel? Then you're living just to satisfy your passions Then you better be careful cause you're being deceived Are you living in an old man's trouble?